I'm joined now by RNZ's business reporter, Anan Zaki. Anan, are people getting more realistic about asking prices? Kia ora, Michael. Yes, it looks like it. As you may have heard in the news, house sellers are marking down their asking price with more would-be buyers sidelined by rising interest rates and tighter credit. The Real Estate Institute Index, which measures the changing value of properties, fell 0.7% on August or 8.1% on the year earlier. Houses are taking longer to sell, with activity down more than 11% on the year earlier. Institute Chief Executive Jen Baird says existing homeowners are the dominant force in the market, while investors are largely absent. Changes to interest rates, global economic uncertainty, and then all of those new tax rules that um, came into play a year or so ago, that is really impacting in that investor space, and we are hearing that they are waiting. We've started to hear reports of first-home buyers being back in the market and activity increasing in that space, but still really challenging because we've had considerable increases in interest rates this year and the likelihood of more. And those are the things that have buyers sitting on their hands a little bit. Despite the overall downward trend, the median national price rose an annual 2% to $811,000, largely because of the inclusion of pricier Auckland homes offsetting lower values elsewhere. The country's electricity regulator says more investment will be needed to lift renewable generation and competition in the wholesale electricity market. An Electricity Authority consultation paper says... Better information sharing is needed between the Authority and the Commerce Commission and for the Overseas Investment Office to guide investors in renewable generation and help developers navigate the law. The Authority's General Manager for Market Policy, Andrew Dobe, says it's important to make development easier to meet the country's supply needs to 2050. As part of our review, we did a extensive survey, a couple of extensive surveys around investment intentions and, and people who are actively looking to invest in New Zealand and bring on net new and net new renewable investment. Um, we were really heartened to see that um, about 80% of new investment that coming online is from non-existing participants. So these are new new entrants into the generation sector. We think that um, those investors could be better served or, or be assisted in, in overcoming any kind of regulatory uncertainty through looking at, at ways of helping them navigate through the Overseas Investment Act requirements. Andrew Dobe of the Electricity Authority. And you can hear more on this topic after the rural news. Tourism Holdings has bumped up its full-year profit guidance following a better-than-expected rebound in tourism activity. The campervan and tourism company is forecasting full-year earnings of more than $30 million, which beats its previous earnings guidance of between $17 million and $30 million. Rental yields for the summer have beaten previous expectations and are well above pre-pandemic levels. Tourism Holdings Chief Executive Grant Webster says there's an insatiable appetite to travel since COVID restrictions have eased. Look, I think on a global basis we are seeing uh, those terms sort of pent-up demand and revenge travel have become a little bit cliché, but they are very real for the tourism industry at the moment. So despite the sort of the economic conditions, people want to get out and travel and uh, there is a shortage of supply in a lot of places, but people are prepared to pay a little bit more to, uh, to, to get what they want and go where they want to go. Grant Webster says Tourism Holdings is expecting a slowdown in motorhome sales, which is in line with the softer economic outlook. 
New Zealand company heads are struggling to get to grips with environmental, social and governance reporting requirements, otherwise known as ESG, such as on climate change. The standards are becoming increasingly important for companies as they need to show how they're meeting new standards which will influence everything from share prices to their cost of borrowing. But a survey of chief executives by business consultancy KPMG shows 87% of local CEOs see ESG as a possible threat to their businesses' long-term growth and value. KPMG's New Zealand chief executive, Godfrey Boyce, says local firms are struggling to show how they're implementing ESG. The biggest single driver has been um, the the internal stakeholders, the the people in each of our corporates are looking for that. Uh, And that's been the single biggest thing. But there's also a recognition that the capital markets are looking for that information and people do link their responses to the cost of finance ultimately going forward if they can't uh, tell their ESG story and and talk about what their transition is going to look like, that's ultimately going to end up with the challenge around funding. Overall, the survey shows New Zealand chief executives are more upbeat than their international counterparts and are less concerned about the risk or impact of recession. Well, time now for an update from the markets, and we're joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Good afternoon, Belinda. Good afternoon, Anan. Well, uh, it's been a, a rough-and-tumble time on Wall Street. Uh, how's the local share market looking today? Yeah, well, we've just followed Wall Street a little bit lower this morning. We're currently down 60 points at 10,896, so down around, down around half a percent. Um, just looking at some of our leading stocks, the moves there today, Auckland Airport, they're down 3 at 7.15. A2 Milk's down 7 at $6.14. Contact Energy up 5 cents at 7.24. We've got EBOS down 35 at 36.40. Fletcher Building's down 3 at 4.98. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare down 39.18.26. Uh, Meridian's fairly flat at $4.70. Main Freight just at 1 cent at $67. Ryman Healthcare down 7 at 8.47 and we've got Spark down 4 at 5.08. THL just on that result today, that stock's up almost 7%, um, up about 19 cents at 2.94. Uh, so okay, can we... just a profit upgrade, wasn't it, for THL? Yes, just a profit upgrade, yes, that's right. Uh, and can we just get the headline Australian 200 number? Uh, fairly flat, just down six points at 6,638. So uh, a fairly mix across the board there in their leading stocks. And we'll now go to the New Zealand dollar and if we can also have interest rates, oil and gold. Great, so the New Zealand dollar's just edged up slightly in afternoon trading today, 0.5583 against the US dollar. The Australian dollar's at 0.8910. The yuan, 4.004. Against the euro, we're at 0.5755. The pounds at 0.5091. The yen at 81.42. 90-day bank bills just up marginally. The mid-price there at 3.91%. Our five-year swap rate at 4.63%. Brent oil's at 96.44 a barrel. And gold's down about a dollar. It's at $1,664.29 an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Michael, that is business.